Hello, my name is Samuel George London and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. On today's episode, I speak to comic book creator and energetic individual Nina Aberline about what comics she would take into an alien invasion apocalypse. But before we get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Comic Scene, who will once again be hosting the online event I Love Comics on Saturday the 12th of February. And as this year they're celebrating 45 years of 2000 AD, Comic Scene are offering cash prizes for your drawings of dread for their gallery. It can be a traditional picture or a reinterpretation of his uniform. Either way, email your drawing to comicsceneuk at gmail.com by Tuesday the 8th of February to enter the competition. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, Nina Abeline. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. And we were saying just before we came on the air, um, it's been a busy old day for me at the day job, um, but uh, it's, it's better to be busy than bored. Aye, aye. Uh, amen to that. <laughs> 100%. Um, it's nothing worse than just having to twiddle your thumbs, uh, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yes, um, it's it's fantastic to have you on the show. Um, Thank you for having it was, me. It was all very, oh, it's quite all right. It was all very last minute, but uh, we managed to make it happen, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, so for those that haven't come across you just yet, uh, what do you do in the world of comics? So uh, I'm an Italian-Canadian comic artist, and I am, in, I am the creator of Sunrise Blossom, which is a coming-of-age story about a young lesbian harpy exploring the world, her sexuality, trauma, friendships, and blooms into womanhood, pretty much. Amazing. Fantastic. Um, and this started for you on Webtoons, mm-hmm. did it? Yeah, it sure did. Excellent. Yeah, and so when did you start that? Sorry. So I started Sunrise Blossom in roughly August of 2018, and it's mm-hmm. been pretty much steady, steadily ongoing ever since. Excellent. Um, so yeah, you've you've put in some hard yards um, with that because uh, how how regularly do you uh, release issues? Uh, so on webtoons, I normally post uh, episodes, which uh, translated in traditional uh, comic page format is roughly something like between three and five pages every couple of weeks. And printed wow. issues at yeah. uh, this stage probably every seven, eight, nine months, depending on the level of detail, the number of pages and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's fantastic. So yeah, you've you've really been um, going for it <laughs> in terms of in terms of all of that. Um, and uh, yeah, so you, at the moment, right now, um, you're kickstarting your second volume. Mm-hmm. I sure am. Excellent. And you've you've reached your target already, which yes! is absolutely fantastic. In two hours. I see. So congratulations. That is awesome. Yes, and we excellent. also just became like since yesterday became a project we love on kickstarter ah great mm-hmm. fantastic congratulations thank you that's, that's all very helpful isn't it mm-hmm. um and uh yeah so um 
best way for people to uh, go check it out on Kickstarter is either the link in the show notes or just, of course, you can search for Sunrise Blossom um, on uh, on Kickstarter itself. Um, but where else can people find you online? Well, if you go on my link tree, which is linktr.ee slash Nina D. Abeline, you'll pretty much find all my social media. You can find my Kickstarter, uh, my Patreon, my Webtoon, my Twitter, my Instagram, my TikTok, my newsletter, my Tapas, Discord, Fur Affinity, <laughs> and Facebook page. <laughs> and everything in between yeah. fantastic that's great Nina I, I, I like organized creators mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fantastic um brilliant um so um all of that aside um unfortunately although it was a it was a sunny day at least it was a sunny day over here in the UK um unfortunately there's been an alien invasion Ooh. um and they've decided to to make their their first landing spot Italy. Ooh. So my 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 question for you is what is your action plan for survival in this alien invasion? Okay, so um have you ever seen the Netflix the British Netflix TV series Sex Education? Uh no, I haven't actually. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. You should. Um there Yeah, I've heard it's good. There is a character <laughs> who is really into aliens um <laughs> yeah that's the problem uh, that's me so i would probably <laughs> i would probably <laughs> run into them Great. head first uh <laughs> i mean because aside from the fact that i would definitely bet my chances at an external ruler over our own failing <laughs> earthly governments <laughs> leaders yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i do have a, a bit of a thing for like monstrous alien characters so cool. yeah <laughs> you'd lean into it and try try and collaborate with them yeah basically. you know show a little cleavage give a wink Sure, I got you. I got you. No problem with that. Um, excellent. So you've ma- you've managed to um, get their eye, and uh, managed to actually start start a conversation with them. They've got some sort of uh, galactic translator where you can actually have a conversation, and they want to find out about Earth culture. Um, and they find out that you're a comic creator. Um, and so the first question they ask you on their alien mothership is, uh, what's the first comic you remember enjoying? Well, I guess it would also fit a little bit the the alien theme um, in how I, the first comic that I ever read was Zatch Bell, also known as Konjikino Gash Bell uh, in, in the original. Um but before I read it as a comic, I watched it as an animated series when I was a kid, and I absolutely loved it. But sadly, the, the the animated version only covered roughly half the story before production ended, and it didn't finish in a satisfying way at all because I I needed to know how it <laughs> finished. So uh, I went on those very illegal pirating sites as a, a ten eleven year old child. And I searched for it, and I read it, and I loved it, and then I wanted more. And so I started looking into other series. And it's um, still kind of related to the the alien thing because it's uh, uh, it's a really interesting story about like these little alien children 
coming to Earth, and like they have、mm. to fight each other for dominance, and the one who wins <laughs> becomes the new king、uh, of their planet. Wow,、um, and.、Uh... Along with、uh, with all of that, whilst you were kind of yeah、um, reading reading that,、um, where were you in terms of actually creating comics yourself? Oh, I hadn't even picked really seriously picked up a pencil then.、Uh, it wasn't until maybe、yeah. a year or so later、uh, when I was like already, you know, like starting to get more and more invested into reading that、I、was like, oh man, these are so cool! I wish I could do that, and. Then I did it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much started looking up、Excellent. tutorials and and and, and oh yeah. yeah, great. Yeah. So yeah, so tutorials just YouTube or that's how I started. I mean, I guess that's how many people、yeah. uh, of these recent generations started. Yeah, of course.、Um, and was it was it、um, pencil to paper or was it、um, graphite pen to Tablet. <laughs> well, I couldn't really afford a tablet un- until much、no. later on. So, like for a good、right. five, six years, almost everything was pencil on paper,、uh, a little bit of watercolors here and there, just to to play、yes. around. And then when I became fourteen, fifteen,、yeah. I got my first graphic tablet, and it was upway, no upwards, yeah, upwards ever since then. Amazing. Great,、um, and then so where where did the idea for Sunrise Blossom come from? Well,、um, originally,、um, the the very first version of the comic was a five page project that I was given、uh, in comic school. So when I was in comic、mm. school、uh, and I went there after I graduated high school,、uh, during the second year they gave us an assignment. In which we had to draw four, five, six pages of absolutely whatever we wanted, as long as it as it wasn't a like realistic or semi-realistic style. So we had to do something a little bit more cartoony. And on the spot,、yeah. uh, I thought of like an interesting short story of a woman driving her car at night,、uh, hitting a、mm-hmm. bird、uh, with her car in the middle of the night, bringing it home to、right. nurse it back to health. And waking up with a half-naked harpy in her bed the next morning, and I, <laughs> yeah, I really liked the concept. It stuck with me, and so after I finished the comic that I was working on at the moment,、uh, which is our name was Maya, which was my very first、uh, serious comic project, I dove straight into Sunrise Blossom. Amazing,、um, and、uh, you've been going steady ever since,、mm-hmm. I assume. <laughs> That's fantastic,、um, great.、Uh, so back to the alien mothership,、um, and、uh, the next question that comes up is: What's the funniest comic that you've read?、Uh, it definitely has to be a tie between Bo 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 and Love Advice <laughs> from the Great Duke of Hell.、Um, they're both very different in their origins. Bo 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 Bo. Uh, is a slapstick comedy series、uh, from the early two thousands, and it's absolutely got it's got absolutely ridiculous humor, and like r- really bad, like fart jokes, toilet jokes, kind of stuff. But it's it's like so unexpected, and it's presented in a way that even as an adult, it, it makes me like burst out laughing really hard. While <laughs>、um, love advice from the Great Duke of Hell、uh, is a more recent and American series,、uh, 
but it's got a similar uh, sense of humor. Like it's that slapstick kind of humor, that gag humor that just, it, it's filled with unexpected gags and jokes that just leave you dumbfounded, but also like you're laughing so hard that you can feel your diaphragm leaving your body pretty much. <laughs> Fantastic. Um and uh, how how did you come across these? Because I, I, in all honesty, I have I haven't come across these before. Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of manga, but uh... well, the the first one uh, it was uh, is not was because it's finished a manga, bo 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 bo, and yeah. it, it was from the early two thousands. And similar to right. Zatchbell, it was one of the of the series that uh, the animated version I was I would watch as a kid. And then I looked into right. the the manga um, later on, and it was just so funny. Gosh, this is funny even <laughs> just thinking about it. Like, I mean, it's, song it's, is hilarious. I go on. Can, can you give us a rendition? Say what? Bo bo bo. I say what? Say what? Bo bo bo. And then and then it's like <laughs> the, the, almost all the lyrics are like Japanglish. So it's like these Japanese like metal right. singers trying to speak English, and it sounds English, but it's not English at all. Brilliant, and it's hilarious. Brilliant. I love it. And <laughs> yeah, and love advice from the Great Duke of Hell um, is on webtoons, and I ran into it pretty much while uh, browsing the webtoon app, and it looked interesting because you know, but love advice from the Great Duke of Hell seems something in the romance genre so I, I got into it because it seemed interesting for that i started reading it and it wasn't romance at all <laughs> but it was so <laughs> funny and that and it's still like one of my favorite webtoon series brilliant love it um now changing gears a little bit uh what's the saddest comic that you've read there are many many sad comics that i have read uh over the years but one of the most recent ones, and one of the ones that I remember the most because um, of how recent it is, is Days of Hana, which is also a webtoon and can be read all on webtoon. Uh, the, mm. the themes of Days of Hana are very similar to the ones in my own comic uh, in how it has half-animal creatures, uh, discrimination against these creatures, and an overall mm -hmm. romance that kind of conquers against all the, the prejudice and the hate. But it has a sad ending and I did not expect it. Oh. And I remember reading it at like 11 p.m. And I was like, no, <laughs> this isn't how it was supposed to end. Stop. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you don't want to go to bed. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, man, I had a heart happy. until five minutes ago. He just had to rip yeah. it out like that. Oh, brutal, <laughs> brutal! I hate it when. A, yeah. Well, I don't hate it. I tell you what, I, I think it's 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 great when somebody ends a story that you certainly didn't expect, mm -hmm. um, and uh, yeah, really tries to kind of yeah push the reader to accepting how it ended. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow, but uh, yeah, it's brave certainly fantastic um now uh the next question again changing gears uh what's the scariest comic that you've read so uh because of my taste in comics i don't 
read horror comics very often, but mm. there are a few good ones um, that I that I really enjoyed. Uh, a recent one was uh, Sweet Home, which also became a Netflix adaptation, but it wasn't really it, it's horror, but it's not really scary. While a scary one that I really enjoyed was Killstagram. And it's this horror story about uh, this Instagram influencer and crazy stalkers pretty much trying to kill her. But th- the way the art, uh, like it looks, you know, like this cute, innocent uh, comic because this, the, the style is very cartoony and friendly looking. But then oh, it yeah. takes like a complete 180 <laughs> shift and it's like, oh, wow, holy shit, I did not expect that. And like suddenly the character <laughs> is covered in blood and like walking across a window frame just to escape her wannabe attacker. And it's, it's really good. Excellent. I'll have to check that that one out. Um, sounds sounds like a, well... Not not sure. Fun is the word. <laughs> sounds exciting. <laughs> um, that that sounds like a really good one. Um, fantastic. Uh, now um, the next question that comes up is uh, one of my favourite questions, and that is, what is your favourite cover? So I don't really have a single favourite cover, probably because every single um, comic cover there is out there is in itself a high quality illustration with often god tier composition and rendering and it's there are so many out there that are really really good uh, in fact i don't think i can choose yeah. just one but i do have one uh artist uh, in particular that does comic covers that i really like and it's definitely amanda yeah. connor uh who is one of the creators of the Harley Quinn comic series and she's one of the the head writers together with her husband Jimmy Palmiotti and she does the cover designs for the Harley Quinn comics and I really like all of them I just absolutely love her her art style and the way she renders Harley's uh, pearl white skin I just really really like it totally um yeah I was just looking at those uh, just before we, we we came on um and uh, i mean just Har- harley quinn is just such a i mean it's like she's an iconic mm-hmm. character really and uh amanda's clearly done a great job of uh evoking um that character through the covers so i agree it's a, it's a fantastic and it's, and it's also hard to render her because in the the recent comic series her her skin is is actually white like the joker's and it's also hard to right. render her skin without her making without uh, making her look dead, kind of. But she is able to do right. it. Yeah, and Amazing, very well. Isn't it? Yeah, love it when an artist are able to do that. It's uh, it's incredible. And just see, yeah, it goes to show the true artistry mm-hmm. behind it all. So that's fantastic. Uh, now, my my next question, the next question from the aliens, and it's my uh, second favorite question, and that is, what's the most meaningful? comic to you um the comic that for me personally has been most meaningful and that probably has also influenced me the the most is probably boys over flowers or hana yoridango it's it's another manga series and it's it's pretty old it's like 
30 years old or something at this point. So it's a, a romance yeah. comic series from the early 90s. And I've read it from start to finish so many times because I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, it. It's got all the classic uh, romance story tri- uh, tropes. It's got the love triangles. Uh, it's got the uh, enemies to lovers trope. It's got the the kidnapping. It's got the amnesia uh, arc. Uh, it's got, pretty much got all the 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 romance tropes. But it was like it was one of the first series that was able to every single time successfully give me butterflies in my stomach, and that is something that I feel. Um, proves that a romance comic is well written if it's able to give its readers butterflies in their stomach and it's, it's something that i try to recreate uh in my in my own writing a bit when i write romance but it's difficult but i try excellent yeah no it is it is really difficult um but it's certainly um something to to aspire to and um if you if you achieve it then it's just fantastic I guess, um, that you're able to uh, get people to properly invest in the characters that you've created. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, um, it's just amazing that you can uh, influence people's emotions through a story that you made up in your head. Yeah. (laughs) Totally wild. Uh, Now, uh, next question on the mothership. What's the most underrated comic? Well, um, being an indie creator who publishes... Um, both through crowdfunding and on the Webtoon platform. Uh, I know a lot of small indie creators, especially on the the Webtoons, because it's where where one of the places uh, where I network the most. And I can't really think of just one because there are so many small indie comics that I think deserve a lot more. But if I could pick a top three, it would probably be a tie between, uh, and these are all on Webtoons, uh, between Seven and the Web of Truth, Them, Beyond Human, and Earthshine. And they're all very different from each other. One is a very cute story about a bug. Uh, The other Mm -hmm. is a sci-fi story about aliens invading. (laughs) And the third, (laughs) yeah, and the third one is uh, an interesting story about uh, werewolves and trying to survive and integrate in society. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, you say they're all on webtoons, so Mm -hmm. people can go check them out just on webtoons. That's that's fantastic. So uh, just for for those that are noting that down, um, it was Seven and the Web of Truth, Mm -hmm. Them, Beyond Human, Mm -hmm. and... Earthshine mm-hmm. is the last one as well. Just so that those lis- listening can note them down again and and get uh, searching and web tunes <laughs> again. Um, so yeah, definitely go check those out. Uh, now coming up to our penultimate question in regards to comics, and that is, what comic would you recommend to a friend who's never read comics? Well, a lot of it would depend on their tastes um, in general. Um, like my, my very first thought was, oh, I would definitely recommend Super Sons because there's Damian Wayne and John Clark, uh, yeah, John Clark and their dynamics are awesome. But then I remembered if they've never read comics, 
they probably don't know mm. Damian Wayne or Batman or John Clark or Superman are. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. so if we're friends and we have similar tastes, uh, in, in reading material, then I would probably recommend Mage and the Demon Queen. So, sorry, Mage and Demon Queen, which is an LGBT high fantasy, uh, story. And it's got a lot of humor, romance, action, really good art, tatas, um, dragon women, and and I, I really enjoy it. It's a story that I really enjoy. But if I were to recommend a story, you know, just to pull their leg, um, I would probably recommend <laughs> Berserk or, or Yasumi Pum Pum, you know, just to um, break, the, no, shatter uh, their soul just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, great, just see how they get on with them. <laughs> see what reaction you get. I like it. Uh, excellent. Uh, now, if you could only take one comic into the apocalypse, which would it be? Well, um, this was is a very, very difficult question. Um, but assuming, yes. yeah, it's just one comic, uh, like meaning one book and not like an entire comic series. So I guess like something that I could like keep in my backpack uh, while navigating the apocalypse. I would probably say Nimona by Noelle Stevenson, who, if the name sounds familiar, is the same woman who later on uh, created the She-Ra animated series. But I know her work before She-Ra was a thing. So, ha. Yeah, you're a real fan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but aside from that uh, I, I would probably choose that series because it's uh, set in a fantasy world it's lighthearted and cute and reading it would probably help remind me that despite everything happening in the world there are small mm-hmm. things like this comic and the story it uh, it has that make it okay fantastic and, and what is that uh story what's the basic premise uh so there's this uh shapeshifter girl who tries to become the apprentice of like the dark evil lord of the world because she wants to be a super bad villain uh but while trying to become his apprentice and being rejected over and over and over again she gradually changes the the villain's heart and he becomes good oh oh fantastic that's great. So now, yeah, that's a that's a very nice sentiment, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> to try and hold on to. Yeah, and, and by the end, she was like, "Wait, what? You're good? No, you're supposed to be this big bad baddie <laughs> yeah, and help right. me become a big bad baddie." <laughs> <laughs> great, I love it. It's really cute. Fantastic. Um, and then, along with Nimona, um, what weapon, tool, or useful item would you like to take into the apocalypse with you? This totally depends on the type of aliens that are inviting yeah. are invading earth if they're friendly and attractive probably a jug of water-based lube otherwise <laughs> <laughs> otherwise a very strong bluetooth stereo to play yeah. um, slim whitman's indian love call which if you don't remember uh, is the song right. that killed the martians in Tim Burton's Mars Attack. 
Right. I've got you. Amazing. So yeah, it. if they're very clever. If they're unfriendly and bad, maybe just maybe that might save the earth. <laughs> Brilliant, definitely, no doubt. That is fantastic. Um, well, uh, Nina Aberline, thank you so much for sharing your comics for the apocalypse. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problems. And uh, just one more time for this is where can they find you online? So um, on my Linktree, uh, so if you go on my Linktree, which is linktr.ee slash Nina D. Aberline, you'll find all my social media. You'll find my Kickstarter, Patreon, Webtoon, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, newsletter, Tapas, Discord, for Affinity, and Facebook. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. And everyone, go check out Sunrise Blossom on Kickstarter via the link in the show notes. Um, and Nina, once again, thank you uh, for, for coming on the show and uh, best of luck with the rest of the campaign. Thank you so much. I hope you have a good evening. You too. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Nina for being on Comics with the Apocalypse. It was an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review for us on iTunes or whichever podcast service you use, as not only will it let me know that you liked it, but I believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well. If you'd like to check out Nino's work or follow her on social media, those links are in the show notes, along with all our own links to the various areas of the internet. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, be sure to visit Comic Scene's website at comicscene.org for comic news, the comic club, and other fun sequential art stuff. And finally... As long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the next week, I'll see you next Monday. Bye for now.